Iowa and beyond. We're joined by the legendary pollster John McLaughlin. He was key in getting Trump into the White House and uh, is helping trying to get him back into the White House. John McLaughlin, welcome back. How are you? I'm good, Greg. I guess legend- legendary means old. So, by the way, since you good. graduated for you're good. Yeah, well, you're good. Yeah, well, you graduated Fordham in the 21st century. I graduated Fordham in the 20th century. So you think but, I'm that uh, young? Do you? <laughs> I'm not yeah. that, that 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 no no no. I'm back in the 90s. But listen to me. Uh, well, let me listen to you. What's going to happen in Iowa? Well. uh the variable today is weather. It is freezing cold, polar vortex. However, Trump voters are more likely to show up. They, they, you know, all these media polls have uh, have Trump ahead at the stage in in Iowa, and you know, no one's ever won Iowa by more than twelve points. Dole won it in eighty-eight, twelve points, and in uh, two thousand, Bush won it by eleven. I was working for Steve Forbes then, and uh, but that was considered. Those were considered big victories, you know, and today it it looks it's a you know, the real contest is how much does Trump win by and anything, you know, 15, 20 points over 20 points is a historic win. And uh, uh, and and the battle is for a distant second place between Haley and uh, DeSantis. And I thought Nikki Haley hurt herself with that debate against DeSantis. I mean, she was really nasty, kept calling him a liar and. It was about things that she said on videotape where she was talking about cutting Social Security, raising the age, where she was opposing Trump on the border wall and terrorist ban, and she was uh, taxes. She'd been for taxes, and uh, so uh, and she was also for you know you don't can't call illegals uh, legal aliens uh, uh, criminals, et cetera, even if they are criminals. And uh, so so that that battle for second place, you know, you might get DeSantis might be able to eke her out because his people may be more likely to show up. But uh, there's a ton of money going into Iowa and New Hampshire for Nikki Haley. And DeSantis has said he's going to skip New Hampshire and go to South Carolina. But if he comes in third, that won't be good for him. And, uh, All right. Well, what about this? If Trump gets 50 percent of the vote, I'm hearing some of these guys on TV say it doesn't matter who comes in second place. If he gets 50 percent in this kind of field, look at how they started. Look, at, and That would just be such a blowout it really wouldn't even matter who comes in second place is that true um well it would be great and it, you know the bare variable right now is do you have below zero temperatures out there in iowa i mean new york we're getting a little panicked that we might have an inch of snow tonight or tomorrow <laughs> but but it's like in iowa they're kind of used to it and the trump people are more likely to uh to show up last weekend, I was out there with President Trump. I flew out to go to the rallies with him on Friday and Saturday. And on the last rally in Clinton, Iowa, ironically Clinton, Iowa, we were trying to go from Newton, Iowa, which is near Des Moines, to Clinton. And the corporate jet that we had to t- get into the smaller airports uh, malfunctioned, so we had to drive back to Des Moines. Oh my get goodness! President Trump's plane, right? Get President Trump's plane. Get back to uh, Deadhead in uh, uh, Quad Cities, bring it back there in Quad Cities, which is Moline, Illinois. Drive down to Clinton along the Mississippi there. And people there, over 3,000 people, a packed gym who had started showing up at 10 in the morning, waited for us even though we were four hours late. We got there at 730, and President Trump spoke for an hour and a half. He, you know, his, some of his advisors were like, oh, you won't be able to get out, and you know, the pl- 
pilot needs rest, et cetera. Trump said, if these voters are coming for me and they're waiting for me, I'm coming. And he did. And he was fantastic. And they loved it. But they waited four hours. You know, one of his keys, he, mm-hmm. I believe, he genuinely loves people. He really is yeah. interested in them. And he also learns a lot from them. You know, he, uh, he nobody can read a room like Trump. I, I, I really feel like he. nobody can read a room. Nobody can read America. Nobody can read the moment like him. And this helps him, this kind of exposure. Whereas the other politicians, you know, they're just kind of. Sometimes they're just going through the motions. DeSantis does not like this part of Bala. He doesn't like it. He'd just rather be in a room with books or something. I don't know. I mean, that's fine, but he's just not cut out for this. Trump loves it, and the people love him. And what's worse is in Iowa, you got these small businesses, and you got these small farmers, and you got working Americans who are they want him back because they're getting killed right now. Inflation is too high. Uh, the stuff with illegal immigration is not good. Even in Iowa, just like in New York, it's a top issue. And in New Hampshire, it's a top issue. So the the tough part, we we got to get through today, win it by as much as we can in spite of the bad weather. Then we pivot and go to New Hampshire, and it was it's going to be a two-way race against us and Nikki Haley. And uh, Nikki Haley's getting help from these Biden Democrats, these Biden billionaires like Reid Hoffman. They're trying – New Hampshire is different where you can actually get independents who are behavioral Democrats to come into the Republican primary. And there's evidence they're doing that uh, where, where you know, Trump's winning two to one, three to one with the Republican registered voters in New Hampshire. But among the independents, these published polls have us down 10 points. But the, these Biden supporters are trying to create an ambush there. They're coming in to vote for Haley. They don't care that she says the age of Social Security is way too low. Wait, hold on a second. Though, why, why are they doing that? Why are the Democrats, if the Democrats, some polls suggest that Nikki Haley does better against Biden, what, what is their motivation, just to kill Trump? Yeah, Trump's beating Joe Biden in all the battleground states. You go on the Real Clear Politics website, he's beating him, he's beating him straight up head-to-head nationally, electoral landslide. Nikki Haley cites one outlier poll that said she was up December 4th by 17 points. Since then, she's crashed like a rock over the over the month of December because people know she's flip flopped on taxes. They know she supports a twenty three percent national sales tax. They know that she would cut the uh, cut Social Security colas, and she says the age of retirement is way too low. She's also opposed Trump on the border wall, the terrorist ban, and she'd be for amnesty for illegals. So that's why you have Americans for Prosperity, which is Charles Koch group spending tens of millions trying to get elected because. She's for free trade with China. She thinks that's a great idea, send jobs to China. So that whole D.C. establishment is banking on her creating an ambush in New Hampshire, which only helps Joe Biden. So the polls that recently out in the national polls that have her losing, like you had on January 2nd, she was losing by five points in the YouGov economist poll to Joe Biden. Trump was winning. Mm. You have uh, have uh, there was another poll, Rasmussen, Rasmussen reports last week, the end of last week, Trump up eight over Joe Biden in a poll. Hey, with all these great polls, with all these great polls, is he thinking about, I I, I know he's thinking about a vice president. Is he thinking about his cabinet? Is he really, I know he doesn't want to jinx it, but this is a very unique position to be in. He's already been president. How much is he thinking of staffing, you know, uh, once he gets there, it's something that uh, he, last time he didn't do until after he won. What do you think? Oh, he's definitely thinking about it because he's he's definitely learned. But in the meantime, 
the first thing is we have to win these. We have to win in Iowa today. We got to win in New Hampshire, and then we got to win in Nevada and South Carolina. So he's focused on that. In the meantime, he's talking to smart people like Larry Kudlow's a friend. Larry Kudlow was a great economic advisor for him. He's, he's talking to him about economic growth plans. He's talking to Steve Moore. Steve Moore helped him. He's talking to other people like he has an America First Policy Institute where you have General Kellogg and other defense experts in there. But he's not going to talk about who's going to get what until, until we win in November. I mean, yeah. Uh, the name of the game is he'll be a better president, without a doubt. I mean, you can see if you watched the town hall last week, um, you know, we were we were when we were going back and forth to Iowa, we were talking about uh, the questions that could come up and the policies that would come up. And what he's really upset about is Biden has reversed a lot of his successful policies where, you know, have you now have bad inflation that's hurting working Americans when he had no inflation. Uh, and you also had economic growth because of his tax cuts. The Democrats are going to, twenty by coincidence, the Trump tax cuts expire in January 2025. He's If he doesn't win the election, everybody's taxes are going up, and the economic growth in the United States will go into negative range if we don't if we haven't hit a recession already. That's what he's talking about. You know, he doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover because Joe Biden will be Herbert Hoover if he if he gets reelected or any Democrat. So.